My name's Ash. My name's Esther. And today, we talk good. So this week, we asked you guys to tell us your biggest pet peeves. And we got quite a few responses, so we picked our favorites. Some of them we can't <laughs> read on the podcast for reasons, and some of them are really personal. So <laughs> we'll just start reading them. The first one is... When people assume they are the hottest thing ever. <laughs> I mean, I agree with this one. I, I so agree with this one. This is so annoying when people assume. It also goes along with people who brag or people who have to. Oh, we were talking about this the other day. People who have to outdo you. Yeah. At all times. Like, I hate that. Someone's like, oh, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. And the other person's like, well, well I, I had two hours. Yeah, I had two hours of sleep. Okay, no one asked. I had an ex who, this was the deciding factor that made me break up with him. But I, my dog was having kidney issues or something, liver issues, I don't remember. My dog was dying. And I was you know, stressed about it, I couldn't stop thinking about it, and I was with someone at the time, and I I told him, I was like, I think my dog's gonna die this week, and he, without skipping a beat, goes, well, my dog's really old, too, (laughs) and I was like, that's it, I'm dumping your ass, Um, and I did. Nah, he deserved that. I would have been really upset. Oh, yeah. I would have been like, nope, that's it, it's my dog, I love my dog. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't try to outdo people all the time. No, validate them, their feelings. Validate. Okay, cool. Maybe it's not extreme, as extreme as your situation, but they're still going through it. Mm-hmm. You should still validate them and say, oh, I'm sorry. Empathize with them. Sympathize with them. Mm-hmm. Not just, oh, well, me, oh, well, I, oh, uh, nobody asked <laughs> for your opinion. If it was really crucial, you would have said it first. <laughs> That's exactly. It. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say who wrote the next pet peeve because we said we'd shout out Merrick every episode. So yeah, Merrick, <laughs> Merrick wrote, "Messy eaters like your entire family." <laughs> Yikes! First off, I'm not a messy eater. Am I a messy eater? I don't know. You're not. I'm not. You're not. I'm not. I'm, I'm dating a messy eater. Jonah's a very jo- messy eater. Dude, Jonah's. A- a messy eater. I don't know if Kaden. Kaden, not not so much. But Jonah, I seen him eat. I'm like, man, <laughs> you good? Your your food's not gonna run away. You're well, okay. that's the thing too. Is it's not even he's, that he's a messy eater. It's he's that so he's. Fast. Yeah. And then while well, he's eating so fast, like he starts making like a mess out of things. So he had to you know take time. <laughs> I'm a messy eater, but I don't eat fast though. He's like, yeah. Whoa. I know, okay. I know. I have to tell him to slow down all the time. And he's a noisy eater, too. That bugs me a little bit. Sorry, Jonah. No, but I'm dating. Okay, I get this pet peeve because... I, well, I get it, but I also... It's not a pet peeve for me. Let me clarify if my boyfriend's listening. <laughs> I, it's not a pet peeve, I promise. Um, <laughs> but my boyfriend is a very messy eater. He gets stuff on his shirt almost every time we go eat somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, same. how old are you? No, stop. The same. <laughs> I'm a very messy eater. <laughs> Sorry, Merrick. He's probably going to hate me now. He's like, oh, you're a messy eater. Yes, I am. Hey, yeah. but I'm getting better, I think. I don't know. Probably. You see me eat. I've, I've never, no, I've never noticed. Okay, good. The next one is people who drive under the speed limit. I feel this one. Dude, yes. To a next level. 
You saw me driving yesterday. <laughs> Y'all, Esther <laughs> is an insane driver. Okay, okay. My so Jonah, my brother, is actually I will I I'm gonna say he's a scary driver. Every time I'm in the car with him, I think I'm gonna die. Genuinely. Didn't realize Esther was the same way. No. <laughs> it was only that one time, two time. In she one almost day. drove off a curb. <laughs> she drove on the wrong side of the road to get to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> she was speeding, which I do too. Because speeding is better than going under the speed limit. Um. Well, I mean, like, it's less annoying. Okay, that's what <laughs> I actually have severe road rage. I think I have the worst road, ra- road rage of anyone I've ever met. I speed most places. But then every once in a while, you know, I just, I get to the speed limit, I put my thing on, on cruise control, and I cruise. And then I get pissy at people who pass me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I scratched <laughs> Esther. I get pissy at people who pass me. And then, oh... Sometimes, if I'm in the left lane, mm-hmm. and someone's trying to pass me in the right lane, because they're so impatient, which I do that, but if I'm on the receiving end, and I'm in the left lane, and someone's trying to pass me in the right lane, I will speed up, so they can't pass me. Like, I'm petty. Ashlyn. <laughs> no. Because sometimes I get on my A. You want to go faster than me? That's okay. But sometimes, I think my, oh, I think the one that gets me is, if you're in the left lane, Means like you gotta go places. If I'm in the left lane with you and I'm like right there mm-hmm. on your bumper, get over. speed up or, or move get over. over. Yeah. Exactly. Don't just stay where you're at. I'm gonna get mad. I'm just gonna like go over yeah. two right lanes, prim mm-hmm. past them. I mean, That's same. so annoying. Yeah. Also, hand in hand with this one, slow walkers. I, I don't think you can relate. I don't know if you're a fast walker. Are you a fast walker? You've got little legs. Sometimes. <laughs> I do. That's the thing. I do have little legs. So, like, let's say I'm tired. I'm taking my time. I'll walk slow. I'm in no hurry to go. Like, I never no, walk no slow. No hurry. I'm in no You're hurry. You're in no hurry. I'm in no hurry. Yeah. But if I'm pleased to go, I will make the short <laughs> legs work. So, I grew up with a dad with extremely long legs. And we would go sightseeing as a family a lot. And we could never keep up with him, ever. My mom would get so pissy at my dad because he would just like walk and never look back at his you know wife and four kids who were just like trying to catch out desperately so we learned to walk fast so the next one says okay not replacing toilet paper or hand soap (laughs) does jared do that no he's a pretty he does pretty good at that he actually puts an extra one there good yeah Yeah. but i feel this one because i feel like my sister does that a lot like i'll go to the toilet And I I don't know to my I gotta do my business and then yeah. I look over and I'm like are you fucking kidding me I'm like okay <sighs> yeah I feel that <laughs> I feel you <laughs> so the next one is someone making a sound so you ask about it like what's wrong well it's like I think I think I relate to this one and it's when someone laughs but doesn't say what they're laughing about so that someone goes what are you laughing about because that pisses me off when you're like when someone's sitting on their phone and they go (laughs) they look at you (laughs) ew they look at you because sometimes i'll do that when like i said to someone scroll 
Yeah, but then are you wanting someone to ask you why you're laughing? No, I'm just laughing because it just came okay, out. Okay, but some people laugh or make a noise so that you ask. And then just give you a side of like, yes. They just wait. Ew. Or not even laughing because sometimes I do laugh out loud and I don't want people to ask me yeah. why I'm laughing. Or when they're like, <sighs> that's exactly, yes. And yes. I'm like, oh, I hate that. That. I that hate that. It. Like, if you want to rant, rant. <sighs> we respect a rant. Oh, don't be, what is that? What is that even called? I know what they mean. Yeah. It's like, it's, they sigh. And this is, my whole life, when people do that to me, I purposefully ignore them. Yeah. Oh, me too. I do that. I will not ask. Yeah. Some people, it's so annoying and it's so cringe and it makes me, like, low-key lose respect for them. <laughs> or it doesn't like, make me lose respect, but it makes me lose a liking towards them yeah. when they do it again because you don't ask. So they go, <sighs> and they sit and they wait. And I'm ignoring them. And then they go, <sighs> again? And I'm like, oh my god, shut the fuck up, dude. I don't care. Like, if, if you want to rant, go for it. Go for it. If you want to tell me something, go for it. Don't make me ask you. Oh, this next one's pretty good, actually. When couples baby talk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, actually, I should have that on my list because... That's so bad. That is so one of my pet peeves. I feel like there's some exceptions, though. Like, let's say there's a couple. Hold on, this is what. Let's say there's a couple, Mm -hmm. and they have a baby or a toddler, and their baby talk to them. I feel like you kind of get kind of used to baby talking. So I feel like it'll come out once in a while. But if you're, you know, you're dating, no kids whatsoever, and you can start baby talking to each other. I don't think it's acceptable anytime, even if you have a baby. What? Okay. Because two things. Okay, I don't think it's acceptable, but I could see maybe why they would do that. But (laughs) there's a line. I know couples who are parents who call their significant others mom or dad or mommy or daddy. And I don't mean like, no, daddy. I mean, (laughs) they say mama. Like, hey, mama. Actually, that one's okay. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Because I, I know there's a friend who... I have a friend who she has... She has siblings who are way younger. Mm-hmm. And their speech is not that developed yet. And, like, the way they, you know... They'll tell a significant other, oh, hey, dad. So you can teach the kids how to say that. But are you talking about, you know, they're talking to their kid about the dad? I mean, like, when the kids are not even around... <gasps> Oh. Yeah. The kids aren't around, and they're still referring to each other as mommy and daddy. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's kind of... I... It's not necessarily a pet peeve, but it is kind of an ick to me. But baby talk when you don't have kids? Yeah. Disgusting. Especially when girls are trying to be... Oh, okay. Maybe I do relate to this one a lot, where the girl is trying to, like, be cute... Okay, first of all, why do you have to act like a little girl to get a guy's attention to be sexually attractive? That's a huge red flag. Dude. If you're baby talking to them and doing the little hand, come here. Oh, girl. <laughs> you're a grown-ass woman. If you're trying to lure a man, don't act like a child. I like a woman. Same with, same with men. That's so weird. No, it is. And then it's for the really man, I'm like, creepy. why are guys like attracted to that and why are women attracted to men doing that because i had multiple boyfriends who would baby talk me and i'm like really yes actually i hear more about it because i've I've seen girls do it 
like in my last job there's this girl who and she would like talk on the phone with her with her boyfriend she'd be like okay poppy no maybe and i'm like uh, shut up shut up no that's we, so bad yeah we would all like make fun of her because she had no shame sorry this is really bad we made fun of her at work we're like i mean did you did you hear did, <laughs> did you hear norma talk about her boyfriend <gasps> you said name <laughs> no one knows who she is she's in basel she's on potters like it's fine she would like you, you you're going how do you say okay what's the what's the translation to english like mimi is like are you going night night it's like it's like that but in spanish no. yeah here's the thing okay now i feel bad I'm not, I don't want to shame anybody. Like, everybody's relationship is different. It's so different. But I would not want my significant other Mm -hmm. talking to me like that. I will not talk to them like that. If somebody does it around me, I'll just be like, hmm, okay. Don't make fun of them, Mr. It's okay. It's just, it's their own thing. Right, right. But I will, in my head, I'm like, oh gosh. We don't want to yuck anybody's yum. (laughs) What? But. (laughs) Yuck anybody's yum? (laughs) Never heard that. But I did have an ex who would baby talk to me. And it was disgusting. And I told him every time, don't talk to me like that. But he would still do it. Like, he would be like, I'm hungry. I don't know. He also would, like, whine like a dog. (laughs) Wait, what? Like, oh, I can't even do it because it's so cringe. But it was so cringe, and I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it, and it is a pet peeve for me. So Esther and I actually came up with our own list as well, because we wanted to tell you our biggest icks. So my first two pet peeves go hand in hand, so I'll just read both of them. People who post a new grid post on their Instagram. A what post? A grid post. Like an actual post. Okay. And then they share the grid post to their story, but cover it with a sticker. And tell people, like, new post, go check it out. It's the cringiest thing ever. And and it's always people who are not influencers. Because it's people who have, like, 300 followers. And they're like, new grid post, go check it out. Going hand in hand with that one, people who post about their own birthday. I have people that I follow on Instagram who will post countdowns. To their own birthday. Oh, I do. I have seen that before. It is the cringiest thing on Instagram that you could do. And then they're like, take a picture of something. They're like, happy birthday to me. Oh. Yeah. I feel like it's them like, it's my birthday. Yeah, Tell it's me like, happy birthday. everybody wish me happy birthday. Send me money. Send me gifts. What's send you money? I don't know. People do like Venmo. I'm going to do that. My birthday, I'll set a Venmo. A lot of people for their 21st birthdays will post their Venmo and go like, it's my 21st birthday, buy me shots. Actually, normally it's their friends who do that for them, which is so smart. 20, how old am I? 24th birthday. Buy me shots. Buy me shots. (laughs) I know, Because for my 21st birthday, I was quarantined. And for my 22nd birthday, I'm like, okay, we're going to celebrate. I got COVID. For my 23rd birthday, I was back at home and I got bronchitis. Okay. (laughs) Everybody... No, For Esther's twenty no, fourth birthday, I'm no, I'm kidding. Buy her shots. No, We're having a costume party, right? Yeah, I'm so excited. Don't buy me shots. Buy me a tattoo. Oh, <laughs> go get a GoFundMe for ta- new tattoos. I would. I'll just that. stick and poke you. I would. <laughs> you. Anyways, what's your first one on your list? Ooh, okay. I hate this one because I feel that I don't talk a lot, and so when I do, 
And if somebody interrupts me or plain out ignores me and talks to somebody else, that is so rude. That is so disrespectful. I don't feel acknowledged. You know, it's it's not only that I don't talk a lot in public, but just in general. Don't do that to someone. If someone's talking to you, heck, even if you're not interested, just nod your head. Uh Let him finish talking. If I'm not interested, hey, I understand. You're bored for me. Just let me finish talking. Yeah. And then, okay, cool. Bye. Leave. But midway conversation, I'm talking. You just talk to somebody else. I've had people do that, and it pisses me off. There was one person, though, that I did. I was like, hey. I hate when you do this. I I just hate it. You're making me so mad right now. And like, okay, I'm so sorry. I will change. Okay, cool. Then they did, they were starting doing it again. And they stopped themselves. And they said, oh, I'm doing it. I'm so sorry. Continue. I was like, okay. Hi. Thank you. I know I'm boring you. But I will continue <laughs> talking. So thank you for that. <laughs> People interrupting me is such a big pet peeve. If someone does it like one or two times, I can let it slide. It's fine. If someone does it a lot... I, I'm petty about it. I'll stop talking. I'll be like, excuse me? Can you? Hmm? <laughs> I saw this TikTok of like this girl saying that she started doing this thing where somebody will do that and interrupt. They'll just stay quiet. And then we're like, oh, continue. She's like, no, no, you continue. What you had to say was more important than what I was saying. So continue. I'm not stopping you. Continue. Go. Go. I was like, Damn. <laughs> I should do that. You should. No, I do that to I do that to my boyfriend. <laughs> He'll interrupt me sometimes because okay, granted, he's like kinda golden retriever-ish. And I'll be talking and he'll interrupt. And I'll just look at him and smile. And he goes, Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. Jared does that. I'll be talking and he gets distracted. But then again, he's like, you know, he's very ADHD. Oh, my word, yes. So I'm talking and he gets distracted. Basically the squirrel. Mm-hmm. And I look at him and I tell him. I was talking. Are you done? Yes. I'm like, okay. I feel like both of our boyfriends are golden retrievers and we're black cats. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love. It's such a good dynamic. Because um, our boyfriends get along really well. But Yeah, they do. Okay, this is kind of... I'm thinking about it right now. Okay. Whenever you're in a group and let's say I ask you a question instead of look to the person next to me and they talk to them. That's why when I'm in a group setting, I try to look at everybody. In group settings, I'm always the person that... You know how... You know, say it's a group of three and one person interrupts the other person. Uh-huh. I'll be the one that's like, what were you saying? Yeah. No, what were you saying? <laughs> like, continue, I'm interested. Because I hate people who interrupt other people. It is so annoying. And I know I do it sometimes because I get excited, but whatever. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, this one pisses me off. And I'm super passionate about it. <sighs> okay. So, I already don't like kids. Oh, gosh. Anyway, this is going. But, you know when a kid, it's, it has to be an older kid, like five and up. When they try to be funny and you can tell that they're trying to be funny, or even worse, they're trying to be cute for adults, that is one of my biggest pet peeves. And it makes me, oh, I shouldn't say this, but it makes me not like that kid so much. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Do you also feel that that's really annoying? No. Okay. I'm just, they're being kids. Here's the thing. I haven't ever talked to anybody who understands what I mean. So if anybody knows what I'm talking about and feels the same way, and that's also one of your pet peeves, please let me know. (laughs) Please validate this. I hate when kids do that. I will actively ignore that child and be... No. (laughs) (laughs) I won't be super nice to that child anymore. But they're kids. (laughs) They're trying to 
to get the personality. They're trying to get validation from adults. Well, there's other ways to get it. Okay, well. (laughs) Okay. Good. Okay, when people, when they're eating and they're smacking their mouth, they're like... (laughs) Ew, stop, stop, stop. I hate that. This is not ASMR. Sorry. (laughs) ASMR. (laughs) No, but I hate that. Because, like, let's say we're eating and you just hear... It was... (laughs) I'm like, can 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 you close your mouth? That's that's kind of gross. It's not that I can't see. Like, let's say they have their mouth open. I don't care. I'm not I'm not looking at them while eating. I don't care. But if I can hear you, I'm just like, I lost my appetite. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, oh, I hate that. Just chew with your mouth shut. Like, how old are you? I think it's just the noise that bothers me. Yeah. Maybe no. Some people, it's like. If Not it, even a pet peeve. It's it's a, it triggers them. I I think that's what it is. I think it's the noise. It's just oh I can't. If you eat your mouth open, you know you can't breathe. Okay, but if I can hear your mouth like clamping together, oh no. <laughs> oh, going along with that, people who use their teeth to get the food off the fork. <laughs> this is my yeah. meme. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I use my lips. On a spoon and a fork, I close my lips around the utensil, and then I slide the food into my mouth. Some people use their teeth, and it bugs me. It's like nails on a chalkboard almost. Oof. Yeah, I hate that sound. Okay, my next one is when you're with a guy specifically. It's usually men that do this, or boys. And you're on a date with them, like watching a movie. This is so specific. You're watching a movie with them, and you can tell that they're staring at you because they want to make a move. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, Mm -hmm. you'll be watching Mm -hmm. the movie, and you can just tell that they're looking at you, and you know that if you look Look back, they'll go for, they're like, oh, oh, this is, that's a a yes, and then they'll go in for a kiss or something, and I'm like, there's better ways to make a move. Stares at the screen intent, just... Oh, yeah. Oh, my word, there's been, I can't even tell you, I cannot even tell you how many movie dates I've been on. Where I have been so invested in the movie because the guy was staring at me the entire time. And I'm like, do not take your eyes off the screen. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, okay. When strangers are standing too close to me. <gasps> I hate that. Oh. I'm in a store, you know, I'm in line, and they're like, right in, I'm like, oh, get away from me. <laughs> yes. What the heck? I don't know you, man. Like, have you learned nothing from COVID? COVID, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, COVID, COVID. COVID, COVID, COVID. That's COVID. Oh. No, one time I was in a pharmacy line. Sick people were all around me. And there was a lady who was standing so close to me. And I kept inching away from her. And she kept inching closer. I think there was one time. I was First of all, I was PMSing really bad. And that just triggered me. Mm-hmm. And I was, I think I was in Dollar Yeah, I was in Dollar Tree. <laughs> it was just Dollar Tree in the, la- in the line. And then I felt her presence. <laughs> and I remember I looked back. And she's like right there. So I moved a little bit forward. Uh-huh. And she moved. So I was like, uh-uh. So I remember I was grabbing... Oh, because it was Christmas, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, it was going to be Christmas. And I we had the paper rolls, the wrapping paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kid you not. I turned around so hard and hit her with them. She was like, oh! I'm like, what? I'm sorry, ma'am. Why were you so close? I'm so sorry. And she just looked at me and, like, backed away. Oh! I just hit her, man. But I made it look like an accident. But I was... Oh my, that is genius. But yeah, I was like, I'm so sorry. Wow, you're close. You said that? I said that. (laughs) I wasn't going to be mean, but at the same time, she was pissing me off. So I was like, I'm so sorry. 
wow, you're really close to me. <laughs> That's all I said. Because, man. I should do that. You should. I bet you personal she space. hasn't done that Or turn again. around and go, <coughs> like, right <laughs> in their face. Okay, it's a little too gross. Okay. <clears throat> well, they deserve it. That's true. <laughs> um, my last one is uh, also kind of specific. When, usually this is Americans. When Americans... When Americans talk about other countries, mm-hmm. like they are from that country. Mm. So I've had, mm-hmm. this has happened to me so many times where people look at me in the eyes and they go, what's Germany like? And then some other American interrupts me and goes, well, when I was there, you know, at Oktoberfest, this is what it was like. I was like, shut the fuck up. First of all, no one was talking to you. It pissed me off. And one time we were at a restaurant and someone was asking, there was this foreign exchange student and someone was like asking them about their country and someone else from the other side of the table started interrupting and going, well, when I went there on a mission trip for two weeks. Versus somebody's like, their whole life Yeah, who's there. from there. It's actually so triggering. It's like if someone was like, what was Mexico like? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I've never been, but like from what I can tell. In the movies? Yeah, in the movies, it's like this. Or people who go somewhere on vacation and just make it their whole personality. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, hold on. I remember my freshman year of college, there was this guy who he went to Spain mm-hmm. for, what's it called? What's it called when you go internationally for, for classes? Study abroad. Study abroad. He went to study abroad in Spain. Mm-hmm. Spain. So I was like, hey, I need a translator. I started translating. He goes in and says, oh, I know more Spanish. I know better Spanish than you. I looked at him and said, why? Because you went to freaking Spain for what, a year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all, shut up. And you're a, a native whole year. speaker. He was there a year? Yeah. And then his Spanish was like, oh, like, oh, he didn't, he didn't know what he was saying. I was like, no, that's not right. Do I know this shut person? up. Do you, do you remember Jacob Kemp? And he was like, uh, I know more Spanish than you. And I looked at him and was like, oh, really? That's my first language, dude. I didn't learn English until I was in freaking second grade. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, it's all, I get really passionate about this. When people try to be more Mexican than me. Oh. When they told me that, like, I'm more Mexican than you. And I look at them. Okay. Did you live in Mexico? No, but my family is Hispanic. That's valid. But where you live in Mexico? Did you go to school in Mexico? Do you speak Spanish right now? Well, I forgot. Uh-huh, okay. You don't answer my questions. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. It's not a competition. We're all Hispanic. Shut up. <laughs> you got a little passion. Yeah. I hate that. a little bit. I hate that. So those were our pet peeves. Yeah. This week, we're going to debate another one of our pet peeves. Sexism. Love that topic. <laughs> Um, specifically secret sexism. And what I mean by secret sexism, obviously we all know sexism exists. Women are oppressed every single day. Women get abused and raped and, you know, they're underpaid and all these things. But there is such a thing as secret sexism that we experience in our day-to-day life. And a lot of people might not realize that women go through or have to deal with little acts of sexism every day as well as you know, feeling unsafe in your body or feeling unvalidated. Is that a word? Invalidated? Inval- you don't feel validated yeah. by the world that you live in. You know, obviously, 
we live in a man's world. Mm-hmm. The majority of movies are directed by men, men are main characters, media is kind of led by men, and so we're constantly being fed men's ideals, and therefore we live in a man's world, and it sucks, and there's little things that we experience every single day that I, th- I just think some people don't realize that women experience. Some women don't even realize that the things that they experience on a day-to-day basis is sexist. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about it. Because sometimes they say, oh, this is, that, it's just annoying. Like, girl, that's, that's sexist. sexism. Yeah. So the first example I have is women in leadership. <laughs> this one might be a little bit more obvious. When girls growing up show leadership qualities, they are titled bossy. I was titled bossy mm-hmm. growing up. And I'm not blaming my family. Like, that's just our culture. That's the society we live in. But I would tell my brothers to do things. And I was called bossy. If a little boy shows leadership qualities in his personality growing up, people are proud. People are like, oh, he's going to be a great leader one day. And then this translates later on in life when women step into leadership positions at work and they actually just do their job mm-hmm. and they tell people what to do because they're the boss. I confront them and then they call mm-hmm. them bitchy. Call them bitchy. Mm-hmm. Being in the position that I am in, they always worry about, am I nice? Mm. Am I cute? Am I smart? Am I blah, 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 blah? Versus a guy, oh, wow, yes, let's praise them. Yeah. But with a girl, it's, it's more than just a skill. It's about how you look, how you mm-hmm. act, how you dress, how everything. True. Versus a guy, it's just, oh, they're qualified, they have the skills, boom. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because I think as women, we're expected to be more be put together, I guess. Put have together, we're supposed to be nice, we're supposed to be sensitive, you know, and if we fall out of that role, mm-hmm. we're mean. She needs a man. Clearly, she's unhappy and lonely in life, you know. The next one is, okay, this one might be kind of controversial, but chivalry. So, someone named Janice Yoder who's a psychologist, she kind of coined the term condescending chivalry, which is when you experience discrimination through quote-unquote helpful acts that actually treat someone as inferior or incompetent based on their race, their gender, their age, or their physical disability. For example, when a man insists on paying on a date, when the woman expresses that she wants to pay her half, or even the whole bill. Like, the woman's like, oh, I got this, I got this. And the man's like, absolutely not. I'm the man. I will pay. It's like, why don't you want the woman to pay, though? If she's insisting and she wants to do it. And a lot of it's, you know, traditional gender roles and things that we really need to get past. But another example is when a man compliments a woman when he first meets her. Physical. On her physical appearance. And really only ever compliments her physical appearance and nothing else. It may seem nice at first, but it's like, what? can you only see my body? Or even the workplace where there'll be a guy, you know, helping the girl. And he's like, oh, like, I, I appreciate it. Thank you for actually offering that. But I, I call this, like, let me do this. It's my job. No, 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 no. Let, 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 let me do it. My, no, like, let, let, let me do it. I got it. I appreciate it. There's more work to do. You do your own thing. Ugh, fine, I guess you don't need my help ever. And they get mad. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag. I'm sorry. Well, so them getting mad is just a sign that it's not actually them trying to be yeah. chivalrous or nice. It's them yeah. 
trying to assert themselves as a dominance. Because yeah. I feel like life. if it was, if it was, oh let me help you. No, I got it. Okay, cool. You know, wondering. Okay, leave it at that. But if they get mad, I don't know. like, hmm, what's your true intention? Ooh, another one is when I've had guys in the past purposefully not use certain language around me that they would with their guy friends, aka they wouldn't cuss around me, and they would point out that they wouldn't cuss around me. So they would say, I have a really funny joke, but I can't say it around you. And like, they disguise it as, oh, I want to be a gentleman and not use that kind of language around you. But what in reality is happening is they are excluding you from their personality. They're excluding you from their personality and they're excluding you from participating in something because you're a woman. It's like, oh, because you're a woman, you don't get to see that side of me. Mm. You don't get to have fun with me and the boys because you're a woman. I want to be a gentleman. When I was younger, like 18, that's when that would happen to me because I hung out with a lot of Texan boys. And they was like, I was raised not to cuss around girls. At the time, I was like, wow, so sweet, so sweet. But now I realize what they were doing. And so now I purposefully cuss in front of, I'm the first to cuss in front of a guy. <laughs> so that they have no excuse. Mm-hmm. Like, if I meet a guy, I make sure to be the first one that cusses. Or when they won't dab up a girl. I'm putting out there. What's... Let's talk about it. Oh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Backstory. <laughs> Backstory. So Esther and I know this group of guy friends. And last summer, I guess we found out by... They either intentionally told us or we went to dap them up and they were like, no, 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 we can't. So we were over at their place one time and we said, when can you dap up a woman then? Mm-hmm. Because I said, not you, not you. Mm-hmm. Like, what? okay, so when can you? Well, first of all, it's not part of the bro code. And the only time we can dap up women is, one, if they're one of the boys and two after our wedding night and I was like yeah so I was like so what qualifies someone as being one of the boys and they said when she can make me laugh so I said oh okay 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 so someone so a woman who's funny isn't a woman because women aren't funny therefore she is one of the boys gotcha gotcha two after your wedding night, meaning, you know, after you've slept together. And he goes, yeah, 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 we'll sleep together. And then I dap her up, like, yeah. That's so dumb. I'll get to the, like, one of the boys in a second. But the next <laughs> example of secret sexism is when men are allowed to exhibit creep behavior. And what I mean by creep behavior is, okay, have you ever had a guy friend who asks you out over and over again, who always flirts with you, who always goes, oh my god, like uses pickup lines on you, and you tell them, you know, regularly, like, I'm not interested, we're just Mm -hmm. friends, we're just friends, but they won't stop. Yep. That's creepy. Yeah, it is. It's annoying. It makes your boundaries. It makes you uncomfortable. Or another example, I used to work at a supermarket, like, years and years ago, and there was this man that, and he was older too, and he would come in and flirt with me, and he would low-key stalk me. I think he kind of figured out when my hours were and he would come, especially late at night, and then he would buy like one item and then he would request for me to carry it out to his car for him. He called the store one time and said, hey, can I talk to Ashlyn? It was creepy. It was creepy. But 
at the time I was so young, I didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Because he was a man. Obviously, I mean, I was kind of scared. But. It is scary. And then when you say something about it, he's just being a guy. Yeah. It's just all fun and games. Well, it's making me uncomfortable. How is that fun and games? Were you making a big deal out of it? About it. Okay, you're not validating me. My feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stop. Mm-hmm. Just shoot me as a human. Why is it with women, either it's they flirt with you and hit on you, or they don't acknowledge you at all? Yeah. I've, I've hated that, where I've been friends with a guy, and they're treating me, you know, like a friend, nice, and thinking, oh, we're friends. Mm-hmm. And then they start with the whole, can we, can we talk? Oh. Uh, I'm like, I already know when they say, can we talk? It's just it's going sad. downhill. Because then they say, hey, you know, I like you. Mm-hmm. Then you express, oh, I don't see you that way. Mm-hmm. Then they get upset or they say, okay, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And then they don't treat you the same thing ever again. Nope. They don't acknowledge you. They don't treat you nice anymore. Well, you're treating me like this only because you like me. Because exactly. you saw me. As a prize. I don't or know. an option. Yeah, an option. And now that that's gone... I'm no longer a human to you, you just ignore me. Exactly. It's, I hate that. I had my first best friend in college. I mean, we were best friends. He, at the, our, the way our friendship started was he said, oh, I like you. And I said, I don't feel that way about you. And I, he like stuck around mm-hmm. and we became best friends. And I was like, wow, he got over that. And yeah. now we're best friends. And I would tell him about the crush I had on this other guy for a whole semester. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the semester, he goes, can we talk? Oh, <laughs> me. He goes, you know, obviously there's something here. Can I ask you out at the end or at the beginning of next semester? So like you can think about it over Christmas break. I'm going to ask you out. And I was like, what? What? Something here. <laughs> so I was like, he was like, just think about it, please. And I was like, okay. So we get back from break and he goes, okay, can I ask you out? And I said, no. And he... One, he did not treat me the same way. We were not friends after that anymore. He would ignore me. He spread rumors about me. I started dating someone else. He was so disrespectful towards my boyfriend. I mean, it was just insane behavior change. And it made me realize that the whole semester that we were quote-unquote best friends, he was playing a game the whole time. Didn't see me as a friend at all. Didn't see me as an equal. Saw me as a potential wife. Oh, and they'll ask you out and you say no then they get mad oh stop being so bitchy like what's the worst that can happen i don't want to go we'll just go no Mm -hmm. it's like you're offering someone a drink like hey try this food no i don't want to cool you don't have to no force it on them to eat them no that's weird like i don't want to go on a date with you just accept the no that's so weird men don't accept no's they just can't accept no's. And if they are forced to quote unquote accept a no, they <sighs> no nice they guys. no they turn it into something else. Yeah. If you refuse to go on a date with someone, then they'll tell their friends, Oh, she's a bitch, oh she is a man eater, she yep. the, and like they'll make excuses because they don't want to yep. be rejected. They have such an issue with mm-hmm. being rejected. Same thing oh, we'll get to this. Same thing, good transition into little sexist phrases that we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. And one of the most annoying ones to me is the term, oh, I'm in the friend zone. (laughs) The friend zone is, oh my God, it's such a fake thing. I have never heard a woman go, oh man, I'm just in, I'm in the friend zone with this guy, (laughs) dude. That never happens. No. One, because 
it's impossible to be in a friend zone with a man because men are just so fucking horny. But two, it's a man-invented term that they use to complain about being rejected by women. And they say, man, she's a bitch, she's a bitch. Maybe if I wouldn't have been nice to you, maybe you would go on a date with me because you like douchebags, you like jerks. But I'm such a nice guy. Man, nice <laughs> guys always finish last. Yeah, and there's a reason. It's because nice guys are the fucking worst. Don't ever call yourself a nice guy. Yeah, I was like, because there's some guys who are nice. Generally, nice guys won't say it. You can tell by their actions. Yeah. If you have to tell me. You're not a nice guy. No. Why are you telling me? Hey, I'm not a murderer. (laughs) Whoa, okay. So you are a murderer. Thank you. Another, let me just give you a rundown of these little sexist phrases I'm talking about. Man up. Bruh, grow a pair. He's a douche. Boys will be boys. Oh, that one pisses me off. Drama queen. Nobody ever says drama king. Wearing the pants in a relationship. Career woman. Why isn't it just a woman? She's a spinster because a single man is just a bachelor. (laughs) Take it like a man. You run like a girl. You throw like a girl. What a sissy. And, oh, here we go. (laughs) One of the guys. So we already talked about friend zone, man-made term. The term friend zoning is so fake and made up by men Women don't friend zone men, men get friend zoned. By themselves. <laughs> they, I mean, they do. You make a friend, you know, a guy becomes friends with another guy, they're friends. Yeah. Why, why, when a guy becomes friends with a woman, if they stay friends, why is it labeled? Why is there a term for that? Mm-hmm. They're just friends. Why is he then in the friend zone? It's such a bullshit term. It's a term that men use when they are not given a chance at a romantic relationship with someone. And it's, a, it's always a negative connotation, you know? It's never a good thing. And, like, men actively try and avoid being put in the friend zone, even though women don't put men in the friend zone. They put themselves there. And then they're constantly trying to escape the friend zone. Yeah. Like, it's a challenge. It's kind of like, have you seen those TikToks where people will interview other people and they'll tell girls, is it possible for a guy and a girl to be a friend? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Majority of the time, if they ask a guy, they're like, no. Yeah. You know, we, we, we're here for something else. Because they don't see women as potential friends. No. Because they're too much of a temptation to them. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. It's sad. Because in the girl's eyes, hey, you know, we're friends, guys. Yep, my options to sleep with them are here. Exactly. Like, you nev- you're never viewed as just a friend. Which, to me, friendship is such... A privilege it's an honor to be someone's friend and it's just like almost never possible to just be friends with a guy because it's nice like having a friendship with girls and guys you mm-hmm. know but I in the past I've had situations where I thought we were friends and they said no like why do you think I was hanging out with you to be friends no yeah. it was to get you to make you fall for me mm-hmm. show you my personality no well now you show me your personality because you didn't see me as a person you just saw me as someone you wanted to sleep with. Yeah. And that hurts. It, it sucks. And then they're douchebag to you afterwards. Like, they're so mean to you afterwards. Because you were never a true friend. No. You were always just an option. Yeah. And, and then, once you're not an option anymore, they're like, well, I don't have to be nice to you anymore. I don't, have to, I don't have to pretend to like you anymore. I don't have to pretend you're an equal anymore. The other term 
is one of the guys. Like I said earlier, when a woman is considered one of the guys, it means, you know, she's a member of a guy's group. Mm-hmm. She blends in and she's just one of the dudes, which a lot of guys use this as a compliment to women. They're like, oh, she's just one of the guys. And that is such an honor. And a lot of women, you know, strive to be mm-hmm. one of the guys. But being one of the guys, meaning men are comfortable around you. Yeah, they see you as an equal. They see they you do. as a friend. Yes. Why can't you just say you're a friend? Why do you have to say one of the boys? Yeah. Why does your friend have to be only a boy? Why do yes. you have to say that? No. Because it, it, it basically implies that women are not equals. If there is a woman that a man sees as an equal... They're not a woman. They're in their brain. It's like, well, that's not a woman. Doesn't work with my brain. Like, they... They're incapable of seeing women as anything but an object to be won over. And if they don't want to sleep with the woman and they respect the woman and they see her as an equal and they see her as a friend and they make me laugh, then that's not a woman anymore. She's one of the boys. It is so twisted. It's almost like, oh, you're too cool to be a woman. woman. Next example of secret sexism is men get away with far too much in this world. The term boys will be boys, you know, when boys hit girls when they're little and their moms say, oh, it's because he likes you. No. That's, bro, so fucked up. Yeah. You're teaching girls at a very young age that men can mistreat you. Which then, like, in extreme cases, leads to abuse in later life. One of the things that I hate is how they're always dogging on girls on what they wear because men can't help themselves. Well, maybe we should start teaching them to help themselves. Because sometimes women get raped, and when I tell you they're wearing the least sexual thing you will ever see in your life, oh, I can't have urges. Okay, well, you have a hen. Go use it. Why are you gonna... (laughs) Sorry. I feel like that's a topic that I'm very passionate about is is rape and sexual assault. I have been sexually assaulted in my life. I think every woman has experienced sexual assault. How As sad as it is, like every woman has experienced it. Mm-hmm. The two most extreme cases that I've had, I opened up to one of my exes one time about how I was sexually assaulted. And he said, but you must have wanted it though. <sighs> and <laughs> I fucking hate that. I know. The other case, the worst time, the worst I've ever been sexually assaulted, um, borderline rape, the guy texted me afterwards and said, I don't really know what I did wrong. Why won't you talk to me anymore? (laughs) And I ghosted him. And then he texted me months later too and was like, still don't really know what I did wrong, but like... I hate that. I hate that. Because, okay, you're making out, that's all you're doing. Into the girl gives you permission and the guy also gives Mm -hmm. you permission you know it's both consent consent that's all it is consent why is it so difficult well she was giving me those eyes she was looking at you and that's what gave it away Mm -hmm. i'm sorry but like when your hormones are everywhere you start to like have these things it's scientifically proven that you start to hallucinate and start thinking oh maybe maybe uh, uh, uh." really yeah because you make because you want it so bad that you trick yourself into thinking oh they want it too I didn't know that. But have they said, do you want it? No. Then until they say something about it, that's when you give it to them. That's so scary. It's like women get horny too. Yeah. And we are taught to have self-control. We're taught from a very young age. Women are taught, or girls are taught 
to have self-control. Or or have no sexual urges Mm, at all. Moving on. Yeah. The last example is when men tell you how you can improve. Prime example, I used to work at a supermarket probably about five to ten times a day an old usually white man would come up to my register and say things like you should smile more or they would say oh you shouldn't wear holy jeans or why do you have so many piercings doesn't look good (laughs) they would crack jokes at like my nose piercing it was their way of telling me that they weren't attracted to my nose piercing First of all, I don't want to be attracting you, 80-year-old white man. You're disgusting. (laughs) Second, I don't want to fucking hear it. It's for me. Or the whole, you're wearing too much makeup. Yeah. Maybe you should put some makeup on. It's like, oh my god. I've been waiting all day for someone to to give me advice. What would I do without your advice? Because now, now I can attract a husband and I can have five kids with him. Thank you so much. Without your help, I would never attract a man. What would I do without you, sir? <laughs> I've never... I've never heard that before. Oh, my gosh. Who did Ashley turn to? Whoa. But that's what, that's what they're wanting. Like, that's... The, in their eyes, they're like, I'm helping this woman to improve herself so that she is more attractive to me and every other man that also crosses her path. Bro, I got these piercings because it looks good on me because I like them I on like me. I like them. I don't it's care what you think. It's a plus. My boyfriend likes them. But yeah. it doesn't matter. They're for me. Exactly. I like them. There are so many more examples of little secret sexism in today's world. Obviously, I want to preface, like, sexism is not a gender-specific word. No. Women are not the only ones who experience sexism. Mm, no. But... They're the ones who get it the most. We do get it the most. Um, Oh, another one we didn't talk about? Period shaming. Why is it that we hide our tampons when we go to the bathroom? Why is it that when a man walks in the room, we stop talking about periods? Mm -hmm. Why is it that we whisper the word period? It happens once a fucking month. Yeah. It's one of the first little sexist things that I noticed growing up as a woman. And so I tried to address it very mm-hmm. early on in life. I talk about it very openly. Mm-hmm. My it should be, yeah. Yeah. It should be. Like, I'll tell people, like, bruh, I switched from tampons to a menstrual cup. How cool is that? <laughs> like, I tell anybody that will listen. Or even then when a girl gets gets stained. Yes. They shouldn't be shamed for that. Because I have seen girls, me, <laughs> I get I, I'm, I'm sorry, TMI, but I have a heavy... No, don't apologize. You know what? Yeah, I shouldn't apologize. <laughs> I have a heavy... How would you say it? Heavy flow. Heavy... Yeah, I was going to flood. I've got a flood of a flow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty heavy, so I... Wait. Continue. Out of the 12 periods that I get out of the month, I'm pretty sure nine out of those... Of the year. Of the year. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, gosh. The 12 periods I get out of the year, like... Nine of those, I believe, I get stained. I always stain myself somehow, and it sucks. That's why I know the remedy is taking out blood because I'm always doing that. You know what? The remedy is to take out blood because oh yeah, yeah. I, I think stained. bro, yeah. you your tip with the ice worked so well. I put these sheets on today. No stains. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I've learned how to take stains out of clothes and a lot of things and. Just assuming, because first of all, you're already embarrassed that you have blood mm-hmm. on you. And if somebody's like, oh my gosh, gross, that's so gross. I'm like, excuse you. <laughs> excuse you. Yeah. 
one thing oh okay so i have a blog go read my blog it's called authentically clueless you can find it at authenticallyclueless.com um i have a blog post about secret sexism and the cover photo that i chose for my blog post was a menstrual cup and a man sent me a message and said you made some really great points in this blog i think the message would get across easier if you didn't use such a like provocative picture <laughs> and i was like provocative like i don't know if his, his if he used the word provocative but i was like thank you for proving my point <laughs> wow yeah wow but yeah so stop it <laughs> just stop being so sexist i know it's hard Which, because it's engraved in our culture i was about to say that it's it's so hard because it's gonna be sound sad, but it's become such a normal thing that, you know, you have to acknowledge it. I feel like we need to preface this because knowing some people, they're gonna be, oh, we can't be nice to women anymore because it's sexist. There's a difference between just being a decent human and respecting others and being nice and doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, what's your intention behind mm-hmm. what you're doing? Is it because you're trying to, oh, maybe if I help them with this, I'll get their number. Maybe I'm gonna get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Then don't if that's your if that's your thought process. Nope, just stop it right there. I prefer a box falling on me than you doing. <laughs> it's like the uh, the sidewalk. Oh, mm. theory. If a man tells you that he is doing something to be a gentleman or to yeah. be chivalrous, if he has to go out of his way to tell you he's doing it, mm-hmm. he has ulterior motives. Yeah, all girls know it. All yeah. girls know why guys do that. And honestly, when when Jerry does, I'm like, haha, yeah. But if he has to tell me, it just ruins the whole movie. It ruins the whole thing. It's just, we're smart. We can pick up on your behavior. We can read behavior. If you're doing something, in our minds, oh, they're a gentleman. They're nice. I picked a good one. Mm -hmm. But if you have to point it out, first of all, it's kind of insulting because, oh, you didn't pick up on this? I'm doing this. Yes, I know you're doing this. That's why I'm dating you. That's why I go on a date with you because you're not a shitty person. But not because you're pointing it out because you think I'm stupid and because you're pointing it out to me and mansplaining it to me. That's it. That's it. We're not idiots. We got brains too, guys. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> Women have brains. We have more than just a uterus. <laughs> <laughs> That's secret sexism. Pay attention to it next time. Next time someone says, girl, a pair, say something. And that's the thing. Also, we're 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 taught like not to say anything because it can be scary. You never know how they're gonna respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's scary as girls live in a world where we kind of had to suck it up because not to go to an extremist, but it has happened where you know a girl has refused a guy and they've been beaten, killed, kidnapped, something mm-hmm. because they spoke out. Why is it that humans are the only creatures who will actively go into a, a situation where they will be put in danger just to not insult the danger? Yeah. So, like, if the elevator door is open and it's just a man in there and you feel threatened by the man, you feel uncomfortable, you don't go, oh, I'll, I'll wait for the next elevator. You get into the elevator because you don't want to be rude. And offend them. And offend them and then risk them yeah. acting out. Why are humans the only creatures who do that? No, sometimes it really just comes down to pure instinct and our instinct is telling us this is a threat to my safety and we should be allowed to act on that. Let us know what y'all think. And if we missed anything, 
if there's something that you need more elaboration, let us know. Something you didn't agree with, hey, we can debate on it. Absolutely. Let's have an open discussion. Let's have an open discussion. We actually discussion. want people to respond. We want yeah. people's opinions. We did have um, a game planned, but we went way over time. We did. <laughs> yeah, that's... So, which is good. We were very passionate about today's episode. Um, both sexism and pet peeves alike. So that's really all we have for today. Next week, we're going to be talking about turn-ons and dating. Ooh. I'm excited about that episode. A positive one. <laughs> A positive one, somewhat. So yeah, so we'll see you next time mm-hmm. on today. We talk good. Bye!